Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you live coverage of the girls and boys NSAA High School Soccer Championships from Morrison Stadium at Creighton University. Tuesday, May 14th, see Class B boys at 5.30 p.m. Central and Class A boys at 8 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. Welcome back, Heard at Sports Radio. I'm Ravi Lula. Andrew Rogers here with me. AM 590 ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri-Cities, KFOR in Lincoln. We may or may not have spent the entire break trying to figure out how to become Heisman voters. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll read it off so people that are interested. I I mean, college football fans out there are probably like, wow, that would be such like a cool thing. And I was thinking the same thing. So I thought how do you become this let's make this happen there's a big process slash procedure sure. uh, by which the balloting process is conducted mm-hmm. so specifically six people are chosen as sexual sectional <laughs> excuse me sectional, <laughs> sectional representatives <laughs> we're talking about heisman voters here sectional Yes, we'll, we'll enunciate. I'm important. telling you, those S words, <laughs> they get me. Enunciation's important. So sectional representatives <laughs> include the Northeast, Mid-Atlantic, South, Midwest, Southwest, Far West. Actually, Nebraska's in the Southwest, if you can believe it. Yeah, I mean, why would, why would it be in the Midwest? <laughs> so there are six people. Those six people are responsible for appointing the state representatives. Okay. So now all 50 states. Are yeah, representatives. In. Then those state representatives are given the responsibility of selecting the voters within their particular state. Yeah. Uh, the amount of votes that a particular state is allotted depends on the size of the state and the amount of media outlets within the state. So larger states such as California and Texas will have more votes than Vermont and Delaware. Sure. But Nebraska has probably more than their population would indicate because there's so many media outlets covering Husker football. Correct. So Bruncey is a Heisman voter. I don't know another one. Yeah, there's personally. a cu- there's a couple people we talk to. Severe. Severe's one. Um, there's a couple people we talk to weekly though that are Heisman voters because it's in their profile. It might be BC. Um, there's a couple of them that are Heisman voters. But I I kind of want to be a Heisman voter. I kind of want to figure out how to that would be cool. Happen. So if there was like something to be in a sport, 
being a Heisman voter would be close to the top of the list. Yeah, I would like I would enjoy voting that. for the Heisman Trophy winner. Um, you know, I don't really know of like. Yeah, I don't know what like, I can compare next, it to. Yeah. Um, like, because I'm thinking Major League Baseball, but technically the fans vote in like all stars. Yeah. I um, mean, like MVP voting would be cool. Yeah. Um, but I, Heisman would still over. Oh yeah. Overtake that. I, now I will say because there are so many Heisman voters, because there are a lot of them, it is probably more exclusive to be an MVP voter for a league, whether it's mm-hmm. NBA, NFL, whatever. Um, but I, I think for my personal uh, perspective, I think being a Heisman voter would be the top of my list because I'm just trying to find something that's comparable to it. Like what could be neck and neck? Yeah, I don't know that there is anything that's kind of that's close, really. I I mean, I've I've watched the I don't really watch the ceremony anymore. But um, when I was a kid, I used to watch that thing every year. Like it was a big mm-hmm. deal for me. I really loved the Heisman. So. Uh, if I were to ever become a Heisman voter, that'd be a pretty big being deal. like a Heisman voter yeah. was like getting the blue check mark before yeah, absolutely um, the check marks were like taken away yeah, from everybody. Before they're all bought now, right? right. By yeah. getting that check mark, it was like whoa! You're like I, I made it. I made it. Yes. Right. Same thing as like, if you were a Heisman voter. Yeah. I think that's a very comparable example. Does the validation does the Heisman House commercials kind of bring it down a little bit? And the reason why I say that is because that's the you get to see all the past ones uh, in the commercials all the time to where in the past before those Heisman commercials you would see all of those guys at the ceremony you know out in New York I mean does it bring it down a little bit that that's you know that's not just like that alone that they that they're banking it on you know throughout the season no not really I not I, for you? I don't I mean I don't care about those commercials one way or the other. Like I just I don't know. They're kind of funny. The Tebow ones are funny. Yeah, I don't that I, they are. I don't. Uh, but it doesn't really change my perspective right. on it at all. Uh, it's just kind of a thing. That I'd they probably do. side more with that. It it happens, you know. And if I could still be a Heisman voter, I would. Yeah, I would have <laughs> a million percent. And that's way cooler even than the blue check mark. Like right because it's more exclusive. Way cooler. And especially now, but. Even back in the day, it was it's way more exclusive, way cooler. Like I am definitely one of those people that if I was a Heisman voter, it would be front and center in mm-hmm. my in my Twitter profile. Like yeah. absolutely, yeah, it's something you brag about. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, it's kind of like me, like humble brag, but I brag about Miami. I would like, be I, like, I throw oh, that in there, absolutely, without a doubt. Like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> not hiding that. <laughs> right. Now, okay, question for you because I also saw this during the break and I'm like, huh, yeah, interesting. NFL. Okay. okay. Which 5 and one team is most likely to win the Super Bowl? That's question number one. I mean, you have the Chiefs, me, Lions, 49ers, Eagles, and Dolphins. My second question to that is, which Super Bowl would be the most exciting to watch? Ooh. Okay. What, like, matchup would be the most exciting yes. to watch? So Out of the 5 and one teams. Sure. So, for me, I'm going to go Niners because I, I do think they're the best team in the league. Obviously, I'm biased not going to pretend like I'm not, but I genuinely think they're the best team in the league. If you're going to get some of your guys banged up like McCaffrey and Debo and Trent Williams, now's the time to do it so that you have enough time. Let's say, I mean, and they might play on Monday. Like that's still out there. They're they're These don't appear to be long-term injuries, but you know, you get maybe the little, the, the, the bumps and bruises out of the way. Now you're healthy by the time playoffs come around. Like, I still think San Francisco is the best team in the league until they prove otherwise. Um, that being said, 
I think the most fun matchup would be Miami and San Francisco. Ooh, I was going to say Miami-Detroit. That would be like a, a shootout, right? Like that, that would, would be, be so fun to watch. So, But here's why I go Miami. It, you say it's a shootout, though, but both defenses no, are they're unbelievable. very solid. But I still think the offenses would kind of edge out. So I, I'm thinking one of those, like, 35-31s. Like, mm. you get key stops and key spots, but the offenses still kind of win the day. I'm not saying it's one of those 48-45 games, but, like, 35-31, 38-35, somewhere in there, and probably a couple really key stops that kind of end up deciding right. the game. For me, the reason I go Miami-San Francisco, obviously I'm going to choose San Francisco because Homer, mm-hmm. but I also think it's really interesting, the Kyle Shanahan versus Mike McDaniel angle of it, because obviously he was like his protege, came up under uh, Kyle Shanahan, um, was his offensive coordinator before going to Miami. I'd be really interested to see who wins that chess match. Chess match because I think those are two of the three best offensive minds in the league right now. I think it's those two and, and Andy Reid. Even though Kansas City's offense is struggling a little, you bit. know, I think Kansas City's the team for me that probably loses in the AFC Championship game. Like I think this is Miami. the year yeah. that the Chiefs don't make it to the Super Bowl, but they make it all the way or the furthest you can before you make it there because their offensive firepower, the way they've gotten depleted in their receiving core, just isn't. There hey, they anymore. added McCole Hardman yesterday. He's back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to change everything. <laughs> Next, you're going to trade back for Juju Smith-Schuster. <laughs> no, it's, you know, their offense. They're did. bringing Dwayne Bowe out of retirement. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Remember, I was like, every year, like, this is the year. This is Dwayne, Dwayne Bowe's Dwayne Bowe's about to pop off, and it's like, nope, he's still Dwayne Bowe. Um, <laughs> out of LSU, right? I think Dwayne yeah. Bowe. Yep. Gosh, he was. Uh, he was the bane of many of my fantasy league-like existences. Dwayne Bowe's career stats. You ready for this? Did he ever top 1,000 yards? He did three times. Oh, okay. Yeah. Better than I expected. Yeah. Dude, and do you remember the year he had like 15 touchdowns? No. <laughs> yeah, it was insane. Dwayne Bowe had like a really good season. Uh, I believe that was when Alex Smith was the quarterback. I have a soft spot in my heart for Alex Smith. Okay, 2010. Who was the quarterback for the Chiefs in 2010? That's not like... Yeah, he had 15 touchdowns. 2010. Who was the – that's that's not – Matt Castle. Yeah. That's right. The Castle. Yeah, he threw 15 touchdowns 15, to Dwayne Bowe. 15 for, uh, you know, pre-Mahomes. Uh, that's uh, that's, that's pretty, pretty good. Yeah, he yeah. had a uh, – let's see what his full stats were that year. 1,100 yards. It was 1,162. 15 touchdowns. How many receptions did he have in that? Only 72. 70? I say only 72. No, 72 receptions, 1,100 yards, 50. I mean, that's legitimately a good year. That's a, well, it's an unbelievable year. That's when he made it to the Pro Bowl. I was a little harsh on Dwayne Bow. I apologize. <laughs> but after that, he kind of fell off. <laughs> he did have one more 1,100-yard season the year after, but then it was 800, 600, 700, and then he obviously fell off in Cleveland. So the 800, 600, 700s are when I was having him in fantasy football. That that was Well, you were wishing for that 15 right, touchdown season like, again. You saw the bright spot and you're like, "Hey, let's do this mm-hmm. again." You know, sometimes guys just aren't that guy. They have a nice year, everything clicks for them, and it uh, never really happens again, but he uh, always looked good in a Chiefs uniform. He though. did. It looked he looked like he belonged. Like nah, I don't know about that. He was an all buff. He was an all get off the bus team, right? Yeah, like, he was. You're like, "Man, you that- ever look good in a Chiefs uniform?" All right, hater over there. <laughs> I didn't know the Lions and Chiefs were that big of rivals. 
No, more like the Raiders. I know. <laughs> Giving him a hard time because he's a fan of It'd two be teams. like looking good in a Broncos uniform. Well, I agree. Nobody does why don't that. They, or why don't Russell just, does. Why don't you just? Well, why don't you just wear a Sea Chumps uniform? He only. He only. Uh, Ru- Russell only looks good in the, in the uniform when he's doing exercises on the plane mm-hmm. over to London. Uh, coming up next, we're going to talk to Matt Baker of the Tampa Bay Times. Florida State and Duke this weekend, one of the bigger games in college football. That's coming up next as we wrap up the show on Hurtout Sports Radio.